Welcome to another episode of Every Ten Day Where Dad Plays D&D with his kids. Yellow. Hello. Um, <laughs> let's just rejoin the action real fast. Check out Sketch Goblin at sketchgoblin.co.nz and check out Dial and Design for cool spell books for your Gale or Force 9 card for spell card. I thought you were going to say Gale. For your Gale. Gale. For your Gale. <laughs> your Gale will like them. She'll love them. Anyway. She'll uh, hate you. <laughs> so, here we go. Did you just snore? Yeah. <laughs> right, stop the gang. You're reduced to zero. Hit <laughs> Alright, we rejoin the action. Uh, an entire battalion, it would seem, of White Claw Guard have congregated on the Galloping Minotaur, uh, surprising the pair of you as you awaken from a long rest. Um, you have heard, uh, both by the news delivered by two scribes that came at the head of the battalion alongside the captains that hammered away at your doors to wake you early on and to uh, call you to surrender, um, you have been summoned to the central stronghold of Metropole, uh, which is between the dock ward, where you were last night, and the castle ward, where you went. You went into the castle ward for, uh, that's where Marvin's magic was. So, um, here's the news. You're under arrest uh, for crimes against the Free Republic. In siding with the the enemy, the 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 natives of of this land that is now called the Free Republic of Kerth, that once used to be all of Selenest, Selenest, and the surrounding lands. Um, <clears throat> and so we find ourselves with a large number of guards trying to take you into custody. At first, you seem to go peacefully. <laughs> Something went wrong. <laughs> Elowen decided they weren't... No, he wasn't up for it. So, as you have manacles put on you, here's the situation. You're in adjoining rooms. Outside in the hallway, where you're dragged, both dragged to, um, you unsheath your sword using your manacled hands, and four guards, three of whom, managed to successfully bash the sword out of your hand, your magical plus two storm, um, only for you to exercise your Eldritch Knight abilities and bamf it back into your hands. And so the guards are now in a heightened state of panic about you, and it looks like you're hostile towards them. You, on the other hand, have done something even more sinister. <laughs> we will say, if you just pick one of your items, whether it be your Ring of Protection or Spellstone, that you are no longer attuned for, and we'll just switch. So decide that now. Um, so, that your so that your tattoo is attuned, but one of your rings isn't. Ah, the ring of spell turning, I guess. Okay, cool. <coughs> so, Elowin uh, is gagged and manacled. <laughs> gagged and manacles, and, uh, gagged and manacled, and they, in a last-ditch effort to try and cast Knock, they just were a little bit quicker than you. They were on much more heightened alert. And they managed to grab the staff from your hand. It took several of them to wrestle it from you. Uh, what's the contingency that you have set up for the staff, by the way? Because um, it's not teleport. Because you can only do a fifth level or lower. Yeah, spell. I can't remember. Uh, was it locate object? No. That's, uh, let me just... If you don't have it noted down, we'll assume you haven't redone that. Oh, yet. I do have it, but... Uh, I have 
got it noted down now. I can't, okay. I can't remember what it is. Okay, fine. So a couple of the guards have managed to take this most powerful of uh, staffs from your hand. And then you, in a ditch effort to escape their grasps... Was it command or hold person or something? I don't have those It was hold person, was I don't it? have that. Oh. In a last ditch effort, you actually activated the tattoo that you got done in Shah, a city that now... Is dead. ...is abandoned, but... When you were there, just a few moons ago, you had this tattoo done, this arcane tattoo that allows you to become ghost-like. And with that, you triggered the tattoo and sank through the floor. Still manacled, still gagged. Everything else on your person, so all your bags, all your robes, everything with you, also becomes incorporeal as you float down through the floor. They managed to get in a few stinging slashes at you as you... As you go down through the floor, but they don't hurt in the same way they would in, in if you were in physical form. As you went down from the third level, that your rooms are up, through the second level, you absolutely terrified <laughs> a resident of that room who was just calmly brushing her hair, looking out the window at all the guards and worrying what was going on, and then, <laughs> as you as you go down. covers herself up and is in the corner, like waving her hair back at you, as you kind of come down. <laughs> just float down through the floor. <laughs> First floor, there's a lot of activity going on in one of the beds. The, the cover gets pulled back and two dwarves look out. Hey, hey, what's going on? As you through the floor. Two male dwarves. Yeah, two male dwarves and you're like, Yay! okay. Um, okay, you use all your movement because you're passing through it as difficult terrain. So it means you have 35, half to 17 feet of movement. That takes you down through those two floors. That's the end of your round. Your sword, bounce back into your hands, okay? What would you like to do? In fact, we're going to roll initiative. Oh, again? Yes. Oh, seven. You get it. What would you like to do? The sword is back in your hands. You are gagged, don't forget. I'm going to see this. Okay, she did. I just want to them to know that they can't take it from me. <laughs> okay, you do that. On doing that, they, um, on their turn, we're out of combat, but on your turn, what happens is that we'll say you can have a maximum of six guards all around you, six surround you, and they, with two on each arm, undo your manacles and put them behind your back now. <laughs> Okay. You feel another long chain. Are you going to resist this or are you going to allow it? Uh, <laughs> allow You've it. just seen your your closest friend literally ghost through the floor. <laughs> You're going to allow it? Yeah. Okay, you hear another chain being attached. And then you hear it go down to the floor. Then you feel <clears throat> manacles go around your ankles. What? With maybe... I don't walk. With about two feet of chain. So you are able, able to take steps. Tiny. But you can't run. You can take walking okay. steps, you know. Uh, and your an your wrists and your ankles are now attached by a chain, okay. and you are bound. Uh, sorry, you are chained and gagged. Okay. Why would they gag me? Uh, is there anything you'd like to do? <laughs> I can't do anything. You just hear. You hear. Um, in a second. Yeah. Um, as you're being bound, one of the voices, one guard in your ear says, "Sorry." Sorry, Mum. Mm. Don't don't fight us. <laughs> Some of us still believe in you. Don't fight us. 
<laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> you, said, you said you want Marmite and cheese. <laughs> oh, just cheese, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> okay. I know. And Marmite. Like, yeah. <laughs> no Marmite! <laughs> no Marmite, Eric. Okay, you are, um, you are slowly led down the stairs. <laughs> chains going the whole way. You're literally only able to walk in short little shuffling steps. But you are led down the stairs. Do you want to go with them peacefully? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to be yelling through my gag, like curse words at them. Okay. And I'm going to like drag so. my feet. Okay. All right. Um, make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> I'm going to fall on my face. Um, uh, 15. Okay, that's what he needed. Uh, there's a few times where you almost stumble down the stairs, but you're okay. Back um, to you. What kind of gag? What, what, is, what do I have in my mouth? It's a thick leather. It has like a bite piece. So on the inside of it, there's a thing that they pour into your mouth. So it's like your mouth open and it's thick leather. You know I can do damage with my fangs, right? Yes. Can I try and bite this thing in half? Honestly, realistically, no. Just because your fangs are piercing and you'd need like slashing to be able to do that. If they were slashing, I'd say yes, but okay. no. Um, um, I'm gonna sit. You can bite into it. Your fangs can get really far into it if that's something you're interested in. But in terms of biting through it, like getting yourself free, no. Okay. Um, okay, it's your go. Yeah. You've just passed through the dwarves. Uh, do you want to keep going? Yes, but I'm going to say telepathically in um, the captain's head. The one oh, okay. Said, um, I'm going to say, I will go, but I will, but, <laughs> I will go, but on my own terms and there will be no gagging or manacles. Okay. Otherwise, we will not have a pleasant time. <laughs> All right. Make an intimidation check. Can I do persuasion? Yeah, okay. 21. Okay. He's in my head! You hear from above the floor. He's in my, he's in my head! Get the war mages! <laughs> And you hear shouting, literally, as you're floating down the stairs, like through the walls, down the stairs and everything, you hear a lot of shouting. Where is he? Where is he? Down the stairs! Come down! Check all the rooms! Um, and you're still kind of halfway between the, the dwarf's bedroom and the, um, the, f the ground floor. So your legs at the moment, literally as we we're joining you now, are now down in the kind of the open common room area. Do you want to continue to go down? Yeah. Okay. As you go down... Um, make a perception roll to see how much detail you spy. Uh, 25. Oh, nice. Okay. As you come down into the common room, the entire bar, the entire area, like the entire hotel has been filled with soldiers. So as you come down, they're like, you are very powerful and they know, they know of you. Like, you see, you see a lot of, you see... <laughs> 
Yeah, you can't fly with this, I don't think. <coughs> now, you can move through creatures and soldiers as though difficult terrain. Yeah. Uh, so you can't, you can't go up. <laughs> so strictly speaking, you, strictly speaking, you can't go up. You are not weightless. So you are slowly sinking. You have chosen to go through the floor. I'm just holding so, on to the ceiling. <laughs> um, as you come through, um, a whole bunch of the white claw have spotted you. I'd like to re-roll initiative because you left combat. Okay, it's it, you'll go first if you'd like to take a, any kind Am of. Am I still holding onto the ceiling, right? I'd say that your hands pass through it, so it's not like you can grip it. No. You are ghost-like, so you are. I'd say you're slowly sinking five feet around. Does that mean goes into the floor as well? If he just tries to stand. Well, that was a choice to do that. Let's just stay with it and see where it goes. What do you want to do? Okay, uh, I, mean, I can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bow. I'm going to take out my tiny little secret chest. <laughs> and I'm going to reach inside real quick. Yeah. And I'm going to pull out some ball bearings and I'm going to drop them on the floor. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to land people's hair and stuff. Okay. Hang on a second. If you end your turn in a solid job, Jake, you take force damage. <laughs> yeah, so you... I'll say, are you fully out of the floor that was above you? Oh, yeah. So you're out in the common room area. It's only about a ten foot high ceiling, so people can reach you. So <laughs> just so you know, for combat purposes, yeah. they can reach you now, okay? <clears throat> okay. You, you, <laughs> you just start dropping more arrows. <laughs> oh, what, what the, it's magic! Watch out from there! It explodes! Oh, um, and I'll say a few of them like uh, spooked by your by your actions. <laughs> Wait, oh, hang on! You are your hands are. Yeah, no, I can still interact. Remember? They're, yeah, I'll say, okay. Yeah, I'll say the ball bearings. That's fine. That's fine. If they move, they have to. They can fall over, right? That's correct. Yeah, I'll say, <laughs> they can I'll say that you fill a, a, a ten foot square area, and that of the yeah, there will be some that will be affected. Okay. <laughs> You do that, that's your action? Yeah. Do you want to stay... I can't do anything. Okay, I'll say a total of... Let me just roll for how many. Nine guards come over. Like, or, many of them are underneath you, draw their weapons and go for you. No. you. You notice as they attack that they are holding their sword slightly differently with the... Like, not edge on. They're holding it this way on. So it looks like they're fighting I'm to just subdue. Flat Take him down! <laughs> just like off the ceiling. Just floated here come, here come the attack rolls. 11 to hit. No. You can walk on the ceiling, remember? Yeah, I know. 12 to hit? No. Oh, rolling rubbish. 9 to hit. Nine. Uh, f uh, 14 to hit. Nope. <laughs> no, that's You're just raining ball wearing for now. Okay, uh, 19 to hit. That hits. 16 to hit. That just hits. Uh, 21 to hit. That hits. Uh, 14 to hit. Nope. Okay, um, uh, that's it. Okay, you are going to take... I take half. Yep, that's true. Why would you take half? Oh, because you're close. 29 half to 14. 14 points of slashing damage. As the actually, it's more bludgeoning damage. So, fourteen points of bludgeoning damage as their sideways turned swords <laughs> start to thwack into your Stop! your kind of gaseous form almost. Um, it's it. Oh, and actually, excuse me. War majors are on the scene now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the 
Yeah, that's <laughs> when it gets mad. What is happening? <laughs> <clears throat> oh my I God. love how they need like a, a whole battalion to get us though. Yeah. Okay, make a wisdom saving throw. You're gonna get sleeped. Um, that's a eleven. <laughs> okay, as you as you drop the ball bearings and these swords start to go through you, you suddenly feel yourself like cramping up but it's a arcane cramp that you know to be a hold spell I hate you arcane cramp and you feel yourself you feel yourself hold it um, kind of uh, this is not Caesar arcane cramp <laughs> that, that should be a spell cantrip you cause someone to take what the duration of the tattoo's thing is hang on a second for the duration this tattoo shifts it has three charges regains all the the bonus action while the tattoo is on your skin, you can expend one of the tattoo's charges to become incorporated until the end of your next turn. So, so okay, so, so at that point... So I used two. So I had to use two. Okay, me. yeah, we'll say you use two charges. That's fair, thank you. Um, and then at that, when you drop the ball bearings and the swords start hitting you, <laughs> you come back to solidity. Um, you'll also take a little bit of bludgeoning damage from the fall. Six, <laughs> six points of bludgeoning damage as you freeze up Sorry. in mid, as you freeze up in midair, and you literally, like a statue, just go. She's falling paralysed ah. from the ceiling. Are you <laughs> like this? on my ball bearings? Just oh. like, yeah. <laughs> it's like stepping Legos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. Or stepping on the D four, you know. It's just like I'm going to. I'm gonna grow my wings. <laughs> uh, um, and are they solid? Are they a solid thing? Can I like annoy people with them? Just flap them in people's Or are they faces? like really bright light? In which case, I want to put them right in front of people's eyes. Put them down someone's throat. You really want to bump your wings? Yeah. Okay. Right now. Um, yeah. As you're coming down the stairs, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You save me. I'm friendly nowhere to go with them. I just want to annoy them as much as possible. Okay. You start coming down the stairs. They're kind of. Pushing you a bit, you're kind of going down. I'll say that you're down to the first floor level yeah. now, and you bamf wings. Okay. All right, they come out as actual wings, but they are radiant as well. Yeah. Okay. Right. So on the narrow staircase, maybe four foot across, you just <laughs> they fill the entire area. <laughs> just like completely unexpectedly. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> yeah, you hit shit. Fuck. Oh shit, go. What is this? What I'm gonna fight, they're not restrained. I'm gonna flap them around as much as possible. I'm gonna tickle people with my feathers. <laughs> okay, for a minute, as you do the last flight, all you do is irritate their hell. I'd like you to make a performance check for how much you irritate them. <laughs> okay, what well, is your performance? Um, <laughs> uh, 18. Nice, okay. By the time you get down to the bar, you <laughs> see this. You're like, like on the floor, that. you're like on the floor like this. They're also, because you're held, they're now changing you so that they're doing your legs as well, putting a chain from your ankles to your feet. <clears throat> you see Danaea come down into the main common room, wings out. There's, like, they're flapping. Yeah. Stop it, miss. You know, when Stop you try it. to hold a chicken, but it's like. Yeah. And they're like going, Stop it, miss. Stop it. And then after the minute passes, they like like a few of them, like a feather comes off or something. And they're, like, they're just like, stop it, miss. Like, stop it, man. Just come quietly. You can do light, can't you? The country. <laughs> yeah. Just come quietly. And then after a minute, they. Good times. <clears throat> <laughs> 
double because <laughs> I can't talk. I know. The captain comes down and just says, "Look, we don't have to take you in co uh, conscious. It's your call. We've got to walk through the streets now, or we can drag you unconscious. Which is it to be?" <laughs> Which, which one does that mean? I'll tell you what, look. This hand is, you want to be conscious. Mm -hmm. This hand is, we knock you out and drag you through the streets. Which one do you want? Point to, with your head. Point with your head towards the one you want. We try to be a comedy. Which one? Decide this or we'll go for the unconscious one. I'm going to give you 10 seconds to make a decision. 9, 8, Wait, I seven, the six, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Alright. Alright. Then come quietly, consciously. Um. You, meant, you mean something to this lamb. Mm -hmm. You don't want us dragging you through the streets. It's bad enough as it is. Mm -hmm. I can't understand you. Mm -hmm. Make it just a straight charisma check. <laughs> Take this thing out of my mouth. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, charisma. With proficiency. 18. <laughs> he goes... You think you notice the very barest echo of a smile <laughs> as he says it. He just goes, well, "Let's get, let's get going. <laughs> let's get to the stronghold." <laughs> you, you, in your held state, are lifted. I just need to check the duration. For I'm going to be humming the whole way there. Of course you are. <laughs> I'm going to be shouting if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> just I mean, say random words. Say random words. Cheese. <laughs> Blue. <laughs> Grass. It's just like. Scroll. <laughs> Briefcase. <laughs> and I'm going home. <laughs> so you two are just facing yeah. somebody as annoying as yeah. possible. Good. Yeah. How dare you oppose me, <laughs> This is your captain speaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of the, all against us. Alright. Um, I'm gonna be like After a minute your the after a minute the hold lets up. Um, <laughs> and you're carried. You're actually carried by uh, Ah, this is six the life. <laughs> I'm gonna say that now as well. Telepathically. Yeah. Fetch me a drink. <laughs> I take this thing out of my mouth. I'm gonna be. Can I start? Can I just over the course? Can I just be chewing on my thing, trying to do just like sure. just chewing it? Uh, yeah. Roll. It does D4 damage. My teeth, doesn't it? Or something yeah. like that. D roll. How much health does this thing have? Roll percentage. <laughs> if you do get twenty percent or less, something happens. You'll determine. Ninety-nine. <laughs> you are chewing on it like a baby yeah, on, a, yeah, on a dummy. <laughs> I'm going to be chewing yeah. in people's heads. Chewing 
Okay, on the on the dragging <laughs> on the dragging to the to the citadel, you are you are going yum 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 in all the soldiers' ears. <laughs> heads, I mean, in their heads. I can make sure that they can see me doing that as yum yum yum. Okay. Um, as you step out into the street, there is quite a, obviously, a, a congregation of people and locals who all see the two of you being taken out of the inn and with a thick layer of soldiers around you, ten deep on all sides, you are you are escorted or carried. The um, a good half a mile through the through the city. Make way! Make way! You can talk to me in your head. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, Danae, you know I can get out of here very easily. Can I talk back? I forgot. Yeah, you can. I think. Um, I will check that actually. It's I think in, yeah. it's in here. I'll check it. So I know that you've got 120 foot range on it because you get it at second level. <laughs> Do some eating noises and some of the random You don't need to share a language, but the, creature, <laughs> but the creature must be able to understand at least one language or be telepathic itself. Um, no, you can speak Turkish, you can't speak back. Hey, hey Dinette, did you know I can teleport with my psionics, so I could technically get out, but I'm not going to. I also could grow wings, climbing. I can do that anyway. You're scared for me. <laughs> Did you know? I can. <laughs> I can do. You have the, the ten side points, and you can see. It. <laughs> All right. As Did you. you know? As you. <laughs> <laughs> do some yum yum. You just stop in the middle of. Is there anything you want to be doing while you're being escorted, uh, other than? Other than this. Uh, yeah, I'll give you some thinking time. Yeah, I'm gonna. Hmm. I'm gonna say to someone. You can't say. Oh yeah, in your head. <laughs> say someone. Can I have some cheese? <laughs> out, of my, out of my thing. Can you pass me some? I'm quite hungry. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna be. Uh... You, don't, you don't get any cheese. <laughs> <laughs> no. What is there to do? Is there anything you want to do? I mean, you have your visual faculties. I'll pay you one copper to let me go. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Okay. Well, I mean, so basically we're being escorted through the streets by loads of guards with people watching. About a total of about 80 soldiers, white claw soldiers. There's a lot of people here. A lot of people down. They're, <laughs> they're in a very rigid diamond formation. And you're uh -huh. at the centre of the diamond. I feel special. <clears throat> you um, are special. <laughs> Thanks. Um, You're welcome. Is, can I see anything else? You want to look around? Yeah. Make a perception check. Uh, My glasses are loose. Can 13. You push them <laughs> 13. 13. Um, can someone give me my stuff? How come he gets to be carried and I have to walk? <laughs> I'd say that you hear, without perception check, you hear close by. Some of the guards saying, so what, you know what, what are we taking them in for anyway? Well, it turns out they turned coat, 
I'm going to say in the head. Sympathetic. Liar. <laughs> you, you don't. You don't hear. Oh, okay. um, sympathetic for the for the natives. Yeah. Gave fake orders, didn't they? To the general. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Seems a little heavy-handed to me, but you know how the council can be. <laughs> you do that. Okay. <laughs> Keep quiet, Missy. <laughs> Make a charisma check. Just straight charisma, no proficiency. Okay, uh, 21. 21. <laughs> the two soldiers are smiling. Like, Let's do it. We're getting trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very good. Um, yeah, you're, you're making a lot of friends on the way there. <laughs> um, <clears throat> So no other interaction or anything you want to be doing on this journey? Ah. No? How much hit points does this thing have in my mouth? <laughs> it's not that it's... Yeah, why you're biting it effectively, ah. but like I said, because you're not, they're not slashing, all you're doing is you keep piercing the mouth bit, which is this padded leather thing stuck in your mouth. Uh, you so it's like you've got a beanbag in your mouth. Oh, you're so you keep work. piercing it and piercing it and piercing it, and it's, it's very... beans in my mouth. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Beans, polystyrene wall, which haven't even been invented. Like, why? How did they get here? <laughs> yeah, so you're biting into it over and over, but you're not. You're not cutting it. You're not cutting it. You're piercing it. Grind I throw up in my mouth. Okay, you choke on it and die. <laughs> you're so good. Okay. You choke on it and die. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Uh, okay. It takes a, a good half hour, 45 minutes, I would say. The whole time I'm like turning around to try and get look at the guards closest to me. So like we're quite really close. <laughs> and I'm going to go. Humming various tunes. Yeah. To try and <laughs> okay, what I want you to do, give me one more. What are you trying to do? I'm trying to persuade them to like me. Make a persuasion check with disadvantage because <laughs> you are gagged and bound. Oh, fair enough. I can't make friends when I'm gagged. Oh. Will you roll your portent for the day as well, please? 16. I rolled a 1. Not bad. Oh. <laughs> roll d6. Two. Good to know. You feel on the journey that at least two of the guards are particularly warming towards you. You try it on with a lot of them, but there's two that are a bit like just smiling and being like, you know. Um, as they walk in formation. Okay. You leave the side of town where the buildings are mainly timber, Watland door plaster, those kind of things, and you get into what seems to be a much older part of the city into the castle ward where the buildings give way to solid stone um, a very uh, uh, thick kind of gray stone and then as as you're going through the castle ward you see off in the distance maybe a thousand feet away a rise uh, a, a hill upon the hill you see 
uh, a fortress, an, an enormous citadel-like fortress um, of white marble. Um, goes up maybe a, on its own at least another 300 feet into the air. Various round towers jutting out at uh, odd angles, but it is a beautiful building. Um, and it seems that that's where you are headed. Again, people, people are out in force to see what would cause so many of the White Claw to come, and uh, so you are definitely a, a curiosity for people this day. I want day. to make sure everyone can hear me humming. Okay, you do your best. Give me a performance check then. Funny, I was a dragonborn, I can just breathe this thing out on that. Yeah, um, performance 15. Nice, okay. Um, you think that you are doing a good job. <laughs> of showing off your um, whatever state you need, you happen to be in. Um, I just don't want them to think that this is affecting me. I want them to know that I'm going. Over the next hour, we're just going to fast forward through this next bit because you're not in a position to be able to interact with, <laughs> with much around you. Yeah. Over the next hour, you are all, you are put down and asked to... to <laughs> put down! <laughs> and, 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 you, you are walking the same way Denaria, so you're walking side by side. I'm just going to fall over. <laughs> okay, you fall I'm over. trying to fall backwards so I can knock people over. Okay. <laughs> Take three points of bludgeoning damage. What? <laughs> you're chained and your arms are behind your back. I don't back. know, I just rolled. <laughs> you take a nasty tumble. Over. I would like kill a child. <laughs> <laughs> you fall at the wrong angle. Like, oh, shit, this went wrong. Bam! Ah. <laughs> Do I knock anyone over? <laughs> uh, no, no, they all just sort of get out of the way. You You're gonna roll. I pick him up. I just carry him again. Yes! Full wizard. Um, I'm gonna speak in his head. Do not oppose me! Make an intimidation check. I'm gonna say psych at the end. <laughs> make a serious room intimidation check. <laughs> Three. They're exhausted by you. They are exhausted by you. Yes! Over the next hour, you are interred in this mighty in the main chamber. stronghold. Yes. Um, as you, you come up to this enormous, very beautiful, majestic building, um, you're actually taken in by a, to a side portion where much squatter building, still same, made of the same white marble, but a squatter building with a, with a large um, portcullis that is raised, and then through two very solid double, double wooden doors you are taken. <clears throat> and here, most of the soldiers peel off, and about 20 stay with the two of you as the doors shut behind you. You are now, um, you find yourself in what seems to be a kind of a holding chamber, a waiting chamber. What led to this <laughs> Okay. As you get in here, there is a large sort of fire pit off to the side 
there are you are in a vast maybe 80 foot by 80 foot holding chamber where there are things like racks on the walls there are large white marble pillars supporting a 20 foot high ceiling above you 20 foot from from where you are um and uh, over in the far left as you come in a large wide staircase going down into darkness with just sconces, flame sconces on the walls. Uh, the guards seem to interact with some people who are stationed on the inside here, behind a, a short, uh, kind of almost countertop made of beautiful, beautiful timber. Here, unless you tell me otherwise, you are stripped of all items, <laughs> including. They can't take my sword from me! Excluding, excluding your, your clothes, your base clothes. Uh-huh. They carefully and very slowly, uh, this is, this bit's really boring, over about the next hour, everything is taken off of you, it is written down by the scribes behind the counter, and it is taken away to, you assume, some form of story. They can't take my sword. Well, you can allow them to take it, if you want to. No. Okay. I, yeah, I don't allow them to take my sword. Alright, well, we'll get to the implications of that in a second. Everything else, your armour is very slowly taken off of you. Uh-huh. Your bags, all your bags... You should have just been naked. You shouldn't have put your clothes on in the morning, remember? Oh, I have really ripped clothes. Yeah. <laughs> you have a ripped down. Yeah. Uh, the guards tending to you are blushing bright Shut up! Fortunately, it's dark here, so they're kind of like... <clears throat> as they're taking your armour. Um... It, it takes a while. Everything is documented. You are now just yourselves without any items whatsoever, <laughs> except your base clothes. Even um, my holding? Everything. My components? Okay, everything. Okay. Everything is taken. If you allow it. I mean, you can choose at this point if you don't want to. put something in my mouth so I could have had some things too. It says once you're bonded with a weapon, you can't be disarmed. With the weapon. It can... Yeah, it can teleport instantly back oh, to Oh yeah, hand. you can't, it can't be disarmed. No. How are you disarmed before? You can allow them to take it away though, and it can just be there when you want it to be. Okay, I'm not going to take it away from now. You will? For now. Okay. Just get it back as soon as they Yeah, I'll let them take it away. Sure, okay, it's documented. Um, again, very slow process. One long sword. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Elven mate. <laughs> This will go a lot quicker if you keep quiet. <laughs> Wait, where's my familiar? Is that taken off me? Yeah, where's my familiar? <laughs> you tell me. He's just on my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's still there. He's still there. He's well, it's taken. My frog! <laughs> my frog jumps out of the hand. My starts jumping all over the room. Alright, between them, all the guards manage to kill it. <laughs> and it <laughs> goes back to the Feywild. Okay, I just, I, I drop to the ground and I lie down on the floor. <laughs> okay. I start crying. <laughs> I pretend to, I'll start crying I pretend to care like it was uh, my own. <laughs> 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 they are all so exasperated with you. Take them away, we'll do the rest of the documenting later. Thank you! Take them. 
We still got this. Set them apart. <laughs> no! <laughs> okay. You are led by four guards each. You down. can't imprison me. By the four guards each, you are taken. Um, and actually, before you're led off, um, two um, individuals, uh, one woman, quite old looking, uh, salt and pepper, black and white kind of hair, uh, comes through with blue, with a very shimmery blue shirt on and a very, you know, rudimentary breeches and high leather boots comes through. Um, she stands with you. With you comes um, a red velvet wearing portly gentleman. Quite old, maybe early uh, early mid fifties, you would say. Uh, seems to be permanently sweating. Has a little pair of spectacles on the end of his nose, and he is with you and your four guards. Okay. All right. So with that, you are taken down. <laughs> yum yum yum. <laughs> you <are t> <laughs> yum yum yum. <laughs> you are taken down the stairs. Um. <laughs> and led along a long corridor with where every 20 feet there is a large uh, gated cell door. Uh, here it's very dim light, sconces every 20 feet with uh, small flames in them. And you are taken, and at the end it's a T-junction. You're taken left, you're taken right. <laughs> <laughs> You are taken down to individual cells. You are taken in gently but firmly, uh, or not roughly, let's just say, mm -hmm. but you are taken in. There is nothing more than a chained, um, maybe two foot wide wooden plank that is chained to the wall that you are able to sit or lie on. The rest of the room. I'm going to go to sleep. The rest of the room is completely bare. Um, no windows, solid stone walls. Solid stone floor, stone ceiling all around. Uh, the door is shut. <clears throat> I'm gonna go to sleep. You've only just woken up. From I'm gonna lie down and pretend to sleep. You're gonna pretend to yes. sleep. Yes. Am I okay. still manacled everywhere? Everywhere, yes. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk around on the walls. Okay, so you're taken to one. <laughs> and, then... <laughs> and I'm on the ceiling and I just crouch down in the corner of the ceiling. In like... That's creepy. And I'm, my eyes are gonna be glowing red in the shadows. Whoa. With my psionic <laughs> wings wrapped around me. That's done. Okay, good. <laughs> Ten. It's now about... Um, okay, you think you're pretending to be a I'm just going to lie there. If they don't... I'm just going to stare at the ceiling. And try not to blink. I'm just well. sitting like this. Wait. <laughs> like this... Upside down in the ceiling with my red wings around me, glowing red eyes. Well, your chains are behind you, and they're chained to your ankles. Okay, well, I'm sitting less cool like this. You can hang upside down like a bat. 
Yeah, yeah. He's like very corny. It's my psionic reading. Alright, yeah, cool. Yeah, you look badass. Really terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Make I an don't intimidation cool. check just for fun if anyone walks past and looks in. <laughs> okay, uh, there's 14. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you look, you look relatively creepy. <laughs> the only thing that sets it off is the fact that your shirt untucks itself and kind of like flaps down. <laughs> it's still pretty scary. <laughs> I use my wings to like get it. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, take off the psionic the side points then for, for popping your wings. And also, keep an a close, close track of that. All right, you arrived here at around about 10 o'clock, and you remember from what Nimblefoot told you that you were due to have a meeting here. Um, at, can I communicate with Nimblefoot psionically, right? You don't know, can you I certainly try? try. Nimblefoot, <laughs> Nimblefoot. I'm going to try and... Okay, you reach out with your psionic ability through the cell walls. You imagine the solid stone as nothing more than a like a sheet of paper that you can be able to blast through with your thing. Now, the range of your telepathy is 120 feet, right? Do you have any other psionic abilities that allow you to think or communicate further than I that? I really don't know. <laughs> I only have my powers written down. Let's have a look. Telepathy is 120 feet... Um, he's a little further than that away. <clears throat> Do you have... How can he communicate with us? Nomadic mind. Do you have nomadic mind? Uh, I have precognition, nomadic step, bestial form. Psychic phantoms and psychic restoration. Yeah, the only one really would be nomadic mind would allow you to sort of look around for him, and you could do wandering mind. Um, oh, sorry, not wandering mind, wandering eye. Okay. No, then basically, you try. You reach as far as you can get. You, you encounter other minds as your mind goes through the walls. You encounter... I don't know. <laughs> but um, not Nimblefoot. An hour passes. And then a good part of an, an extra hour passes. Okay, my wings disappear. Before you hear marching towards your respective cell doors. Um, <clears throat> the heavy iron clanking of these enormously thick, six-inch thick iron doors, uh, mesh iron doors is opened, and a small unit of six guard come in to stand you up. Do you go peacefully? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, in the, I'm on the ceiling. <laughs> they shake you awake, quite roughly, and they go, it's time for your audience. And they stand you up. <laughs> you come peacefully, they walk in and they just go. <laughs> they can't get you down. Please come down. I just. <laughs> <laughs> you just fall? Yeah. Six points You're just beating damage. yourself up, load. You just fell like backwards. <laughs> I can't believe how irritating you two are choosing to be. It's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to lie on the floor. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just going to lie down. Okay. I'm going to act dead. Okay, they stand you up. They go, come no, on. I'm going to try and act dead. 
Your face. Come on, come on, mate. Come on. much of a heartbeat uh, but after a while and he goes oh wait 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 I felt something I felt something there's something <laughs> oh he's so weird he's so cold <laughs> Charisma, D20 plus charisma mod. Six. Okay. <laughs> they are exasperated. They're like, come on. Okay. Your audience is awaits. <clears throat> and they walk you. <laughs> that was so funny. You're both escorted out of your end of the of the the jail. You meet at the, the top of the T and are walked down and back up the stairs. <clears throat> what then commences is a, a roughly ten minute walk as you are escorted through <laughs> these beautiful, soaring ceilings of the main stronghold. Arched um, plaster and marble, all painted beautifully. Uh, just give me perception checks. I want to see if some of you, if either of you, see any details. Uh, 18. Uh, no. Uh, four. You're not paying much attention to what's above you. You look above and some of the paintings above are glorious and they seem to depict various uh, victories of the kingdom uh, of the early kingdom um, you walk along a vast spread out you know in journey when you go along and you're going all through those okay. columns mm -hmm. it's like you're going through there it's not open to the rest of the world but it is that in its in its scale and vastness it's beautiful as you're led down a long long corridor <clears throat> Um, do either of you want to try and remember the your the route that you're being try. taken? I will okay. try as well. Okay. Um, so in order for that to happen, let me think. Just straight intelligence checks, please. Twenty-four. Uh, Twenty-four. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay. <coughs> you're both, if you if you would like to be, you're both able to recall the route. Mm -hmm. It's quite. It's a vast stronghold. That you're in this um, this central stronghold, this citadel within the larger city. Um, so I will say that you do remember if you're if you want to get your way back to where you came in, that how you came in, you recollect the route, all right? But it, it takes a while as you are escorted until finally you find yourself after about 10-15 minutes outside an enormous 40 foot high set <laughs> of double doors that that go into a, an arch at the top of them. Um, ornate, painted blue with raised embossed white sculptures, eggshell blue with white white um, sculptures in the in the in the corner of the doors. 
the, the sculptures in the doors, these kind of embossed sculptures, seem to depict various nobles looking very noble in various stages of judgment and <coughs> um, governance, as it were. <clears throat> you wait outside these doors. <sighs> Five minutes passes. Ten minutes passes. A couple of the guards start kind of kicking the wall distractedly as they wait. I'm going to kick the wall as hard as I can. The minute you start humming, uh, one of the more important guards near you just goes, silence. Hmm. Or we will silence you. You have an audience with the senators. Mm -hmm. If you want that time to be productive, then we would advise you Actually, excuse me, we were um, just wreck on that. It's actually the red velvet plug mm -hmm. man who says this. And just says, if you want any time with the senators, you best watch your manner. Or it's the cell. I'm going to kick the wall as hard as I can. So, like, a crack is, um, like... Yeah, uh, you're not able no, to No, in my foot. <laughs> Make an attack roll. Uh, this is possible. No, in my face. Because what do you roll? <laughs> 16. Sixteen. Straight 16? I mean, there's no modifier to it or anything. Yeah. Okay, 16. And then I'm going to go limp. And you kick the wall, but because of the way your feet are chained, you've only got about 18 inches of movement. You're not able to kick it very hard. Okay, and now I'm going to go, oh! <laughs> Same to you. The... 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 the Blue-shirted woman speaks to you very harshly, and it's just like these childish antics must stop. You have an audience; use it, and your your lives may not be forfeit. <laughs> you two don't even know the the punishment for the crimes which you are you stand. Did you do that? I'm just doing that the whole time to everyone. Okay. You don't understand that the crime, the punishment is death for the crimes that you stand accused. <sighs> Never mind. Five gold. <laughs> right. Another five minutes passes, and then <clears throat> the doors open slightly, and a and a, a small. Wiry scribe looks out, an aged gentle, gentleman with large glasses that take up most of uh, most of his wiry, old human face. Looks around. Prisoners are here. Hmm. Bring them in. Bring them in. And the doors <clears throat> open a little further. Not fully open, but they open enough for you to be escorted in to a large, well lit, beautifully no source of light. Can you see? But certainly. A strong bluish white day kind of bright daylight light is in here and as you enter there's a black and white you know chessboard marble floor covers the entirety of this 120 foot long enormous council chamber as you walk in and look ahead of you the it doesn't look too dissimilar to how we might see a church with stained glass there at the far end these enormous stained glass windows depicting um at their at their center um obviously one of the early kings of kerth 
uh, with all around them, the, uh, the courtiers and all of this, all depicted in this stained glass. What this does is this, the bright lights of the early summer sun outside cast colours all around the room. And as you enter, there is a tiered dais as the floor raises up on several levels. And on the top level, you see these enormous thrones arranged in a semicircle. I'll just tell you how many thrones that you count if you are interested in such things. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There are twelve thrones. All of, all of this beautiful gold gilt um, over a, what seems to be a polished, finely polished timber base <clears throat> with this gold gilting, maybe brass or gold gilting coming out of it. Uh, enormous high-backed chairs that go up maybe 10, 12 feet up into the air within each of the 12 seats you notice um you, well you notice a couple of faces that you recognize and many that you do not as you come in there is a strange silence in the room the only noise now being the the rhythmic banging of your chains as you are ushered towards the dais and the first step of the dais up um and just the this enormous audience chamber. These are the 12 senators of the Council of the Free Republic of Kerth. And you are taken up the dais, one step, about 10 feet, two steps, three steps, and then you stand uh, in between with the semicircle, you are brought to the very center of that semicircle, chained, uh, accompanied on both sides by guards, the pair of you, two on each side, eight guards in total, and the blue-clothed woman, the red-clothed gentlemen are with you as well. And then there is nothing but silence for a while. <clears throat> Guards, you are dismissed, says one of the women in the, in the chair, in one of the chairs. And so the guards release you. Um, the velvet, red velvet clad man and the, the, the blue-shirted lady also bow and then leave. Are we still gagged and manacled? Ah, good point. You are ungagged, that is all. You are still manacled. <coughs> <clears throat> so, let me describe what you see. I thought Nimblefoot was coming. <clears throat> As they leave, they have to quite a way to walk. Um, an old, slicked black, uh, back black head. You can't tell whether human, very, um, uh, almost, almost cat-like features, slanty eyes, big jaw, but uh, uh, Cheekbone. cheekbones. Um, calls after the guards and goes, "Bring the other two prisoners." Oh. <laughs> Who's the other one? 
and it echoes across it echoes across the chamber as the guards yes my lords as they exit <clears throat> this gentleman stands up he wears wide-shouldered robe that comes out and ends in a gold brock, um, kind of clamp almost to the material that comes down in one long flowing robe covering his the entirety of his body and his feet for all you know he could be floating but this <laughs> this large robe just covers him all the way to the floor a uh, very tall statuesque gentleman uh, arched eyebrows widow's peak um, echo of some sideburns and a very very small well-trimmed moustache and tiny little triangle of beard here he goes i am corim castellor you have been summoned before us for curious reasons a request was made but then on you entering the city, news of your crimes reached us. We know who you are. You may know who we are. Are you aware of the crimes to which you have been accused? Yes. I'm aware of... Yes. And how do you answer these crimes? Um, may we explain ourselves? A lady off to the side, <clears throat> that you know very well, dressed very differently today in um, high nobility, plush, padded velvets and leathers. Sasha, fallen brand, looking a little older, a little harder in her face and without a flicker of recognition goes you each have two minutes Wait, what? okay oh. well um so our crimes are are you so you're taking the, the yeah okay, okay so our crimes are Talking with the wild elves and diverting orders to the captain, correct? Um, we simply wish to prevent further bloodshed. The other, the wild elves were also ordered to retreat. We simply did not want any more bloodshed. Isn't that the point? Isn't that what we're supposed to be aiming for? To stop bloodshed? Because we have not pledged allegiance to either side. Because we do not want to see deaths on either side. And so we ordered, I admit, we ordered the captain to change, to- General. General to um, order the troops to leave. Because we did not want to see any further bloodshed. The wild elves left too. It's simple as that. It's not, we were not trying to be treasonous. We were trying to prevent deaths on both sides. Couldn't have said it better myself. Nimble foot. He's not there yet. <laughs> um, what she said. We don't want 
uh, we don't want any civil war. We just want everyone to come through an agreement. We need... If this was any other civilian... Uh, we, we want to come to an agreement and... I mean, it doesn't matter who's right or wrong. It matters about just ending, ending this terrible conflict that is happening. It's not about, but it's not. It doesn't have to be about fighting. We can. And at this point, as you're talking, two other figures are brought up the dais by by guards, and behind you, slightly as you look over your shoulders, you see. Uh, <clears throat> Kilgar Nilfoot. Kilgar looks in a really bad way. No. <laughs> Bruised, battered, one eye totally black, cheek red welts and everything. That's all right, I'm all right. I'm all right. It's fine. <laughs> what did you. Um, make a perception check, both of you, would you please? Yeah. Um, Quite a high DC on this. 27. 27. <clears throat> Well, both of you notice Nimblefoot has white hair <laughs> from yesterday when you saw him and it was black. His hair has gone white. Whether that's from the shock, <laughs> you don't know. But also with 27, he looks like he's aged from whatever's happened. Okay. But he looks at you. He kind of stares at you for a while and smiles. <laughs> Con continue, Ellen. I was done talking. Uh, I, I... We welcome the council. Welcomes scribes. Please record. Take record. This is Corin speaking again. Uh, we welcome into this council chamber, Killian Garnison. And Nim of the Foot Clan into discussions. It's uh, actually addendum to that, please. Yes. <laughs> Only my friends call me Killian. <laughs> you can call me Trouble. <laughs> <clears throat> there has been enough trouble just getting you here. <clears throat> the each of you have two minutes to explain yourselves before the council makes judgment upon you. For the crimes of treason against the free republic Killian Garnison, what say you? I see what I see. Oh, no. See, I was a lad, a wee lad, <laughs> when uh, all ye humans landed here in your boats and went, hey, figure we'll take this land. But here's the thing. You didn't stop to ask whether that'd be all right with whoever was already here. And so, 
You did what humans have always done. You just took it. And now you're complaining and whinging like we brats that you are that the elves maybe want it back. I say, nothing like a good scrap to settle stuff like this. That's what I say. Whoever wins gets the land, so it should be. But of course, all you weak asses, you know you get your ass kicked by the elves. So you get all sneaky. Get all wily, build your big towers and all this, and build your laws. And, and then at this point, Corum interrupts him. All right, you've said your piece. <laughs> and you interrupt. <laughs> I say to hell with you all. Deserve whatever comes of you. Whatever happens from all this, crumble it all down, I say. All right. Your statement is on record. What of you, Nim, of the foot? I've had a long time, a long time to consider, to consider what's happened to this land. This land used to be sacred space. And the original settlers have raped it and raped my people, my mother's people. And worse, called it, called it diplomacy, called it a meeting of two cultures. You hid your crimes and my mother's people do not even seek vengeance for this. We simply seek what is theirs, what is ours. That is all I have to say. <clears throat> now, what did I say to you about Surya? <clears throat> what do you mean? Do you remember that you managed to retain some memory of her, right? But did it then go? Well, no, I dispelled it. I completely have all my memories. For you, only for you, yeah? <clears throat> so off to slightly out and of your... And he's told us to. Yeah, but then you forgot it. No, no, he told us, he was like... Yeah, but you don't, uh, as far as I you know... I don't remember, but that's I, right. that he said Yeah, he it. said it like, if, yeah, if I said some stranger you didn't know, it been like, the cause of it, like it weirds yeah. you out. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, so slightly out of your eye shot on the, to the right of this semicircle, Surya stands up. And you immediately are like, oh, like, you you know and you're the only one here who has the memory that you killed this woman as she stands up and locks eyes with you she looks upon you like she doesn't even know you 
like she barely knows you, but that she recalls you. You recall getting her away from the temple and helping her. And that's all you remember. And then guards coming and taking her away to safety. And then you've had all this knowledge since then from told to you by Elowin that, that she is evil and was in league with Luther. All of this. She stands up. <clears throat> each member of the, each of the senators of the council now will impart their judgment of you. And then collectively, we will decide your fate. It is often said that heroes don't remain heroes forever. And as the years pass, the chances that we see the very heroes we come to rely on become villains increases year upon year and it fellow senators it aches my heart to see such fine heroes of this realm reduced to to puritanical villainy in the name of a few wild folk a few wild folk that, as Senator, having looked after in my previous holy role... I'm believing him more and more. Well, you can choose to make an insight check if you like. Yeah. You don't need to, because you know that it's bullshit. <clears throat> okay, well, my insight is... Um, 18. Something seems a little off. Something seems a little off. There's, you've seen people that are honest and earnest, who you know that she was a priestess of Solarius and of Lavanda. Excuse me, Lavanda, not Solarius, Lavanda. And um, Lavanda is birth and renewal. Mm -hmm. And there is something a little off. Like, you're not quite sure you can't put your hand on it, but there, there seems to be. A large aspect of performance about the way she's talking that you don't like. You can't quite put your finger on it, but you don't like. And weighed against what he's, what your friend has told you, it makes it unsettling. You're creeped out. That's the best way mm -hmm. to describe it. You're creeped out by her. Okay? But she continues. I often, as uh, in my previous role, as High Priestess to Lavanda, birth and renewal. I think some people, when they attain heroic status, they can go on to more. They can renew themselves and be born into something higher than themselves. Some can fall and fall to temptation and use their power to try and seize control, whether that be of territory or of a people. And I fear that that might be what has happened here. brave as these heroes have been in their history. More recently, the young Denea Onor and the young Elowen Lancaster have done magnificent things in previous years, but it seems that power given to young may be corrupt, as it looks like has happened here. 
and in the case <laughs> and in the case of um, Nimblefoot and Kilgar, perhaps too long on the open road and well. Perhaps it can lead them astray. At this point, Kilgar goes, Ah, have you no... And she just goes, Silence! And there seems to be a magical weight behind her words. <clears throat> Which Kilgar suddenly is going... <laughs> and as you guys move round to see what's happened, as you move, your chains don't make a single sound. But you can still hear her. <clears throat> My, my judgment is exile for the dwarf, a regular troublemaker to this part of Aeon, exile back to the mountains he came from originally. At this point, Kilgar's like, right. And thirty years imprisonment for the other three. Arcanely sealed, arcanely imprisoned, 30 years. Let future generations decide their fate from there on, I say. And she takes a seat. <clears throat> Next up, is there anything you want to do at this point? We can't do anything. Well, you're, you're not incapable of things if you want to do things. We, so we got a handband and we're in a... Like Can I just try and roll silent. persuasion just to like, like we can't general, talk. yeah I know, but like just a general like, you know, trying to, I don't know, <laughs> oh, get them it. to, like, you still have your telepathy. I'm not using my telepathy. Um, I don't know. You're no longer gagged, don't forget, but you are now within a, a, a sphere of silence. <clears throat> just like a can I just <laughs> roll persuasion like do some what is it that you would like to happen what is it that you're looking to have happen as a result of it I want to be generally persuasive <laughs> with myself okay let's try that then um, go ahead and roll okay, a second I hit one of the iPads it's turned off <clears throat> um, go ahead and roll persuasion then, for fun. Natural one, uh, which is a <laughs> eight. Okay, you kind of, this is your job. to the best of your ability, you endeavour to sort of <laughs> appease yourself to maybe some of the members of the council that you can see around you, all of these very important looking people, but to uh, no avail. Okay. <clears throat> One after the other, I'm not going to roll what everyone says, because many of the people here do not have an intimate knowledge of you. Sasha stands up after Saria. I know as many of you, my fellow senators, understand. I fought with Denea O'Nor and Owen Lancaster 
and I've heard much regaled tales and read books of the exploits of Nimblefoot, uh, I find myself in a conflicted position. I was taught loyalty. I was raised by a soldier. I was raised that there is honour in the chain of command and that the chain of command is never broken. For the chain of command to have been perverted by two people I considered almost friends or at least comrades. Well, that I cannot, I cannot square up in my mind. My judgment here today is 10 years imprisonment. Not arcane to be caught in that, to be caught in that crazy place that I've heard of. I would not wish upon my worst enemy. Ten years in our deepest oubliettes. Hopefully a decade would teach them the value of loyalty again. She takes her seat. A grizzled, old warrior. The only one not particularly bedecked in finery in terms of clothing. <clears throat> Uh, a chainmail shirt covered with a, what do you call it, uh, a ball trick? No, not a ball trick, you know, like a... Yes. Yeah. Stands up. Wild beard. Hair. Untidily tied back in a ponytail. This man looks to be in his 70s, perhaps his 80s. When I hear of, when I hear of one of the holiest of warriors renouncing their vows, when word of that gets round, makes me wonder. Palladius has been with me my whole life, fought for him. Fought for justice, fought for truth. But this, you both hear in your mind's eye, Nimblefoot's voice going, he lies. He lies, my friends. And he knows it. <clears throat> and we fought for truth, for justice, for the kingdom. When I hear of an holy warrior, Renouncing their power, renouncing their God openly to their friend. I cannot tolerate this. That is the beginning of a path to a dark place, senators, fellow senators. I say death to the pretender. My judgment is death. The Nimblefoot, the wizard, might be useful. Perhaps he can be uh, worked on a bit. Perhaps some exertion can be placed upon him to be useful once again to the Free Republic. 
maybe we spare him if he's willing to serve the Republic again as he, sh as he should. Dwarf exile sits down. Just looks at you. I'm going to smile at him. My gaze never leaves, um, what's her face? Surya. Surya? Yeah. Okay. What do you mouth? What corruption. do you mouth? You mouth the word corruption. To him. Make an intimidation check. <laughs> A charisma intimidation okay. check. Okay. Charisma modifier and proficiency. Okay, uh... Nineteen. You get through. Not enough that anyone else sees. There's a slight flicker in his eye as you look at him. And he breaks eye contact with you. Nimblefoot goes, well played. Okay. <clears throat> After that, a small character familiar to you all stands up on his chair in uh, golden green brocade robes. It is Nikas, who you remember from your very first arrival at Clement Hill when you were tasked to make your hairband and you mm. to make your thing. Nikas was one of the one of the the, the the higher the hierarchy of gnomes there, who was one of the kind of the head artificers. And he stands on his seat. I have heard, my fellow senators, and uh, I respectfully disagree. <laughs> I have seen the hearts of Denea and Elowin. They have come to. Uh, Clement Hill, many years back, and show good character and become friend of Gnomes, friend of our leader, friend of Zanlin. And sometimes we say this in With gnomes, we say failure in other is failure in ourselves. I say we should have been there for our friends. We should have had ear for them if they were. And by the way, while he's saying this, some of the other council members are like, like just really giving him shit. I say we should have been there for friends when they go off the path because yes they have gone off the path but we are all guilty of this this is all of our responsibility this is no way a friend that goes off the path his whole family go off path I say Five years service to the Free Republic. Helping rebuild. 
helping with diplomacy. That is the word of Clement Hill. He takes a seat back again. Is Erebon here? I forgot to ask. He said he was going to be a lord on the council, like ages ago, and I asked someone else and they said they didn't know. Uh, Erebon's not here. No. That's so weird. Um, a very young looking, bob-haired human, female, stands up. She's wearing kind of a big white shirt with leather waistcoat, leather trousers, high boots. Um, the least flamboyant, aside from Willem, stands up. Representing the artisans of this city, representing the uh, the interests of the of the guilds and of the of the respective governance of the of the of the free people of this city and the surrounding republic. Uh, obviously, stories. I don't know any of these people particularly well. We've heard of them. Seems like they've done some good. I mean, Nimblefoot's killed a lot of people. <laughs> and I think for that he should be executed. The dwarf, I don't know, Senators, I don't know. Uh, send him back to the mountains. These other two, have them work it off. Ten years, I say. Work it off. That's my judgment. She takes a seat. Is there anything you'd like to do at this stage? There's another roughly 10, 15 minutes has passed. We kind of need to tell... Oh, we're still in silence. Yes. Really? That's so unfair. <laughs> I know. <clears throat> uh... Well, you know the arcane. You know the radius. So. Oh. I just kind of like step. <laughs> you try to step out of it. You want to try and move? Yeah. Yeah. Just like inconspicuously. I'm gonna like point to my mouth. It's centered on Kilgar, so if you really do want to try and move, I'm gonna put my hands up and point to my mouth, and then like side step. And two seconds. Let me just uh, look at the radius of silence. H I. Twenty-foot radius sphere around Kilgar. You are probably, I would say, standing about six or seven feet from him. So, with another, you'd have to walk another twelve feet. The, so the sphere extends to within about five feet of the thrones for, that each of the senators is speaking from. So it's quite a large sphere. This you're working out. I'd say you don't know this, but you you know this. You know this spell. Just gonna kind of step that. You just start edging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You you start to do that, and um, I will say that Corin, who seems to be the main spokesperson, stands up and goes, "Remain still. You're you will you will have a chance to speak. You will have a chance to say your piece." You'll listen to the senators and their judgment. 
At this point, <clears throat> a dwarf gets up from a, a seat. Uh, beautiful, blonde, thick beard, but a short one that's like cut really square here. Um, has a kind of a gold crown on. There is a sense of honour about this dwarf. There is a sense of strength about him that or is undeniable. Um, has like a gold upside down crown on that goes down like this mm -hmm. and then blonde hair up in a very tight kind of plait top of his head stands up dressed it has a gold chest plate on and underneath that these white robes come out um Sonatus. Killian Garnison has protected Kurth for years and I say that All leniency is given to our brother. He is, uh, and forgive me, brother, he is a simple-minded fighter. Nothing more. We cannot judge someone for doing the only job they know what to do. In his case, it is to fight. And his way is to fight and defend his friends, even if they not be his own kin. I think he should be released. Nimblefoot's, Nimblefoot's exploits in this land are well known, and I think it is too harsh and punitive to execute him or even imprison him. I say exile to the half-elf. Exile never to return on pain of death. <clears throat> I must change the microphone <laughs> because my voice, I do not even know what my accent is. <laughs> I think it is a sort of, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I say exile to the half-elf. And all books of his exploits are uh, removed from libraries and uh, removed from circulation. Because a crime is a crime. And killing White Claw is, uh, cannot be tolerated. Killing one of the most powerful wizards that have protected this realm cannot be allowed. To the young too, they are but children. They are but children. Six months imprisonment. A year's hard service for the, for the Republic. And then we use their talents. We, we enjoy, we bask in the exploits of their, of their gifts. That is my judgment. Uh, he doesn't seem to be viewed particularly favourable by his fellow senators either. Nikas and Kyle not received well. Corin, um, did Corin give his judgment? Yeah, uh, I think so. Who's Corin? Uh, the Widow's Peak. Yeah. He did. Yes, he did. Willem has given his. Next up is somebody that you'll recognise. Keaton. 
from Watersmeat many years before. Um, looking a little older, <clears throat> um, his hair slicked black back, um, and he stands up and goes, I know this one. And my memory of him is that uh, they would do anything for a for a gold piece or two, including opening dangerous portals under under the towns of these fair realms. I'm just gonna letting demons <laughs> letting demons in. You're not unfortunately able to lift your hands that high, but you are letting demons in. Now this was many years ago, but just shake your head. <laughs> a bad egg is a bad egg. And if what my fellow senator, uh, Senator Broadhelm, says is true, then if uh, the other fighter has renounced her allegiance to our God of justice, then I say... I say death. Who knows what other dangers they could bring to the realm of this, you hear in your heads from Nimblefoot. <clears throat> I see this one. He is not what he seems. And then as you hear Nimblefoot say that, another voice comes into your head <laughs> that goes, absolutely. They're all corrupt. <laughs> They're all horrible. <laughs> he says, death to these two. Definitely, we must execute publicly this half-elf and pretender. Publicly drawn, quartered. We must send a powerful message to everyone of the punishment expected for turning against our military and to the dwarf imprisonment, arcane. Send him back into the ground. He takes his seat. <clears throat> now you may remember Avril Dawnstalker from Nook. She stands up. Everyone hates us. Do, 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 do. <laughs> she is a uh, quite a young woman, um, halfling. Stands up and goes. Hey, you know, in Nook we used to always see people coming through, just to stop an off point for many people, but. Uh, we always used to enjoy it when Nimblefoot came through and uh, once or twice we had the young ones come through too. I don't know, I don't know Kill, Killian Garrison, but uh, you know, the military had defended Nook for many years and part of my role here on the council is to make sure that all those small little outposts can stay defended, can stay looked after, you know? And with with a lakeside being threatened like that, that's a small settlement. I don't like it. I think uh, I'm leaning towards, uh, I'm leaning towards imprisonment for the four of them. I say six months imprisonment for the four of them and maybe a hefty fine. Let's, let's get some money back into the coffers here. I say, uh, I say a thousand gold fine from each of them and six months imprisonment. And let's just 
you know, let's just learn from this and move on. That's my judgment. And Avril takes a seat. <clears throat> I think that might be everybody. Ah, no. Another lady stands up. Mia Hoffrenay. Former palace healer that you do recall from when the kingdom was in place. Very briefly you saw her. She says, um, I concur with our friend from, from Nook, the former senator from Nook. Um, six months imprisonment, thousand gold. Let's get some money back into the coffers and try and move on from all of this. She sits down very quickly. Cameron, the, the war mage that you may remember, always greeted you at the castle at Kurt City, stands up and goes, well, uh, this is, uh, this is very, I don't know, I mean, I don't know, fellow senators, I really don't know. We have here one of the most powerful wizards of the realms, and uh, I, 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 cannot, I, I cannot condone, I cannot condone execution. Um, uh, uh, except, except for the half-elf and, and the dwarf. Inside check. Go ahead. I want to do an inside check. That's 11. Okay. Inside. Uh, What's the number? 12. 11 and 12. Mm -hmm. Seems nervous. I don't know. It seems like he's a bit nervous up there. You're not quite sure. He goes, execution for those two. These two, 10 years service. 10 years service to the Free Republic. And he sits down really quickly. Um... Give me a perception check, both of you, please. Yeah. Eleven twenty-six. <clears throat> As Cameron sits down, you see him shoot a glance over to Keaton very quickly. <laughs> he's sweating a lot. Cameron is. But he shoots oh, a look across. Yeah, One figure seated has a helmet on. Shining breastplate, full armor, and stands up. He stands up and takes off his helmet. Blonde hair falls down, blonde beard, and you see Jake's face. What? <laughs> he puts the helmet down on his chair. <clears throat> Fellow senators. And someone falls from a path. It is how far they fall from the path that we must take note of. My childhood friend stands here before us and I was visited. I was visited by an angel. An angel. A, one of the stewards of Palladius himself. A steward that I was told was somehow corrupted. 
A few of the other senators laugh at this. I know, as if such a being even knows the meaning of corruption. My old friend has fallen far from the path. My judgment is death to all of them. Insight check. Go ahead. Insight check. That's Definitely not check. Insight check. <laughs> 18. Uh, 28. Really? That is not Jay. I'm going to whisper this. So okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> he sits down quickly and puts his helmet back on. Let <clears throat> <laughs> right, me see. Lyra, All these guys. What's happening? Okay, that's everybody. Okay, at this point, <clears throat> the silence is still up for another minute. Um, Fine. Corin stands back up, the um, dark-haired uh, former representative of Draco Bane. <clears throat> he stands up and he says, Now it is time that we make final judgment. And as the Leading Senator, it is upon my shoulders to make final judgment. What does it do to a free republic if they, the people of that republic cannot rely upon their military, cannot rely upon their heroes? What does that do to a people? It creates chaos. It creates wildness and chaos. And we cannot have that. In these unsettled times, we cannot afford for any mind to think that such a thing is tolerable, lest others attempt it An example must be made. An example must be made. <clears throat> Swift, maybe brutal, but it sends a powerful message to all the peoples of the Free Republic. <laughs> the sentence is thus. 
permanent exile of Killian Garnison, not just from the Free Republic, but from the entire continent of Aeon. That there be no free city upon this island of ours that this dwarf can run and hide to. Maya, simple-minded he may be, but let no one else upon this fair land of ours benefit from the brutalness of his acts, the brutality of his acts. We set him sail far to the west to Nimblefoot Exile, back to the lands that taught him his martial ways, far to Karatur, his memory blanked of all of this. Through arcane, mystical or divine nature, let us wipe his memory. And for these young upstarts, Death, publicly, public execution, on the morrow. <laughs> Do we not get to defend ourselves? You're still in silence. That, <laughs> that is my, that is the judgment of this Senate. Let any senators who wish to extend this any longer say their piece now. At this you see both Kyle, the dwarf, and Nikas go. <laughs> this is not and fair. They go, they go, they go. Each defendant may say something if they wish to make a parting gesture, verbal only to this council. Oof, and with that, the silence is lifted. I wish to know why preventing bloodshed is considered villainy in this court. I wish to know why me straying from the path of a god means that I have no sense of justice or righteousness. There is some big shady stuff going on in this court, which is apparent in each one of you. There is some mind stuff going on with this guy and I point to Keaton and I point to Jake and I say that is not who you are that is not who you are I've known you my whole life we did not turn against the Republic because we did not turn against those soldiers on the battlefield that day we pick picked no side and we turned both sides away so that no one would die. If that is villainy, then I seriously question your morals. Thirty-five. Yeah.
A few of the senators are now whispering amongst themselves, talking to each other. And make a perception or insight, your choice. Insight. Can I? 16. Okay. Can I Um, Not for this one, in in a sec. Actually, no, go ahead, insight. Insight. Insight, okay. Now, 10. Okay, there you go. You're too caught up in the power of your (laughs) friend's communication. You have never known her to communicate with such power and charisma. Um, your eyes literally are flashing with radiant light as you as you speak. <clears throat> we acknowledge you have said your piece, and we acknowledge we acknowledge that whatever your interception on the battlefield, it seemed to halt the battle. Such was reported to us in the dispatches that returned to the city with the entire battalion of troops. And in consideration, I am willing to reduce your sentence from execution to imprisonment. 30 years. But not your wizardly friend, who altered the mind of the general without his consent, an action that could have been catastrophic. That is all we will say. And that's what a 35 fucking is. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to uh, say my piece. Um, let me start off, there are many things I would like to say, talk to you about, even though you probably won't listen or care because you were all, um, very corrupted. I don't think, um, you care though. Uh, let me start off with, oh god, I forgot her name again. Uh, Saria. Saria. Um, Saria. I don't think, um, anyone else cares, as I've already said. But do you remember um, Luther? Do you remember how you worked for him? Do you remember how you were, you tried to kill us in that um, temple? And how you used chronomancy to uh, try and alter everyone's minds? It didn't work on me, sorry. Keaton, um, uh, <laughs> you've been talking in people's minds. I don't know who you are. You are uh, very just strange. You tried to scam us. Uh, you lied just before. Um, and then you laughed in our heads. That's weird. Um, <laughs> these, uh, I, t- I say, I gesture to the gnome and the dwarf. I say, uh, these two have been silenced by you guys and you're not letting them speak their minds. I just think that's kind of unfair, if you ask me. Um, uh, what else? Uh, let's say, uh, Jake, Jake. Um, you're just weird. Um, that's not you. Um, we talked in that tavern over uh, before. You're just not the same. Um, that's all I have to say. Okay, make a... I'm going to ask you to make an intimidation check. Thank you. <laughs> okay, 13. 13, okay. Wait, we have four towns. Yeah, I couldn't go any higher than that. 
Uh, would any of you like to make an insight check on the effect of his words? Yeah. Then you go ahead and roll. Uh, uh, 26. Saria <laughs> is, looks, looks visibly shaken. <laughs> um, you don't notice that because you've been looking around and making the eye contact thing, but you can see with the angle that she's sitting at, you can see she's visibly shaken like like this. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay, we'll just wait until you come back. <laughs> I rolled a 20 on persuasion. Okay. To this, Corum says, You have the right to say what you've said, but the judgment of the, of the council and of the senators stands. You'll be publicly executed on the morrow, and whilst there is record of your protestation to slander the names of the good senators of this council is really not an honourable way to go. You have said your piece. I have more to say. There is no, you are not permitted. Why not? This is not the workings of this council. Well, the workings of this council haven't seemed to be very just Make a persuasion so or intimidation? <laughs> intimidation or persuasion? Persuasion. Uh, 25. Your parting words? If there are stirrings of corruption within a council, and they are still free to have their judgment be the final say in someone's life, do you not think that their um, words should be reconsidered if these these worries and queries arise. They are very clear, by the way. I look around at everyone. Make a persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, 18. You have spared your own life with your stirring and persuasive words. Denea. But what you lack from your friends' suggestions is any evidence whatsoever. If you had anything to show us beyond your opinions on your honourable senators, the honourable senators present, then we might view it. But you have no evidence. You, you put us in front of you, took all our items, Put us in a bubble of silence, and then you want us to present you with evidence when you gave us, like, two minutes to speak. How ridiculous is that? Okay, make a final persuasion check. Make a <laughs> final persuasion check. Oh. Do you want a little... Uh, 34. 
Okay. We will hear the final words from the other two prisoners, and then you will both be granted 24 hours to arrange any evidence to bring towards the council. Okay. Anything done with... Well, well uh, how much freedom are we granted to... Not much. Because your crimes against the Free Republic are clear and evidenced, and at your own admittance. So, not much. But you get 24 hours, and that is the last word. In both your heads, <laughs> you hear Nimblefoot. Says my friends, I'm not sure how long I can keep up the barrier from the mind flare. <laughs> so I'm going to be quick. Everything of any value that I ever had is hidden away. I hid it, Elwyn, in your tower. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's in your tower. There's a sarcophagus in the yeah. basement. <laughs> it's hidden away in your tower. I had little time to go further afield to hide it. But I figured it would be safe there. Delhi simply knows that there is a package for you. Try to let happen what's about to happen. So, back to the what's mm -hmm. going on. Um, Killian Garnison. I see. You could try and exile me, but I'll be back. <laughs> Quite honestly, you're going to have to kill me. Ship, send me away. I'll be on the next. <laughs> I'll be on the next ship back. Oh, it's... so uh, what? how many masts is this ship gonna have? Is it gonna have one mast? <laughs> or is it gonna have two masts? Because <laughs> you're gonna have to send me far. Because I'll be back. This is my home. You don't send the dwarf away from his home. I'm done. <clears throat> uh, then Nimblefoot steps forward. And says, um, <clears throat> Senators, I offer a for an exchange. Make me the example. I've lived a long and good life in service to this realm and to this republic and it was me with my mystical powers that persuaded them to cast the spell 
As many of you know, I have the ability to look into the minds and change the minds and hearts of those around me, especially my friends. I corrupted them. And I did it for selfish means. I did it for... to protect my mother's people. Search my mind, if you will. You'll see that it is true. That this Saria stands up. Search my mind. And she... I know very little of this far realm sourced power of which Nimblefoot speaks, but he seems true. I corrupted them. They are my friends and I betrayed their trust. I betrayed their friendship. Make an example of me. that they be that any uh, cleansing arcane magic be gentle and swift against them to clear any lasting effects of my corruption of them and I think it serves this great republic much more that they be remembered and held as the heroes that they really are than as villains. This land does not need any more villains. Those of us old enough to remember that, and he looks at Willem, will know of some of the great villains that we have defeated together, some of us. We do not need more. I don't think this realm will take it. So make an example of me. Make an example of me, please, swiftly. And all I ask is a at least a former hero's death. Please. And let that be sufficient. All of the senators stand up at this point. Corim stands and goes, Well, this is a turn for a traitor. Isn't it? Nimfoot hangs his head. Very well. He looks to each senator, and each senator in turn goes, almost all of them goes, and nod one after the other. Not that I think you deserve it, but a hero's death it is. Judgment to be carried out immediately. These are reasonable terms. This will be not only a physical death, but a full and arcanely supported and empowered one. You understand that. There is no returning from this one, Nim of the Foot. I understand. May your soul find its way back to wherever... It came from. Guards! And in through the double doors come 
line after line of guards. In just a few moments, a large number of them come up and get either side of you two and just pull you back slightly, about 10, 15 feet. Nimblefoot remains in the centre. And at that, Corin points towards Nimblefoot and you see Nimblefoot go, go rigid and fall to his knees. Willem, you will carry out the killing blow. Let it be known the price of treachery in these realms. And may your soul sign find some penance of peace wherever it ends up. Surya, stand by the disintegration. May the full power of the council be at work against this execution. You are luckier that it is not public. Prisoners, make no action towards the accused and the judged. Newfoot looks over his shoulder at you both. His slightly older face and skin. To you, Demare, he winks. To you, he smiles. And in both your minds you hear, I will see you along the rivers of time. And then, <laughs> and then he, looks, he looks back towards the council, looks back towards the council. Willem steps forward, unsheaths a large glowing broadsword and places it here, upwards like this, kneel foot on his knees. Any last words? Nimblefoot just looks up at him and just goes, oh, I'll see you again. Not bloody likely, elf. And with that, straight down into his chest, the hilt coming out here. You hear a gurgle, a momentary gurgle from behind him. And then he pulls it out. Blood sprays out. Immediately after that, Saria, a green light, ray of light bursts from her hands into Nimblefoot's quickly dying body. You see his entire form start to shake and shudder and take on a weird whitish glow as well that you've never seen with the disintegration before. And he seems to become incorporeal before he is turned to dust. And with that, all that's left is a black robe on the floor. Surya comes down the steps, goes over to it and starts kicking it. Ha! Leave it! Well, that is interesting. No dust with that one. Seems like I did a good one. One less traitor, completely gone. Well, you two are free. Enjoy your freedom and let everything that has happened behind these closed doors remain behind these closed doors. Any word against the council or the senators will be treated. The former judgment will stand. The former judgment will stand. 
Do you understand? I know. Yeah. Do you understand? I understand. Then enjoy the city. Dismissed. I say in her head, I enjoyed killing Luther. <laughs> Make an intimidation <laughs> check. 18. So it's back to you. And back in your head, you hear, and only you will ever know. Dismissed, I say. Guards, remove them. Wait, is, is, wait, the... is Nimblefoot's cloak left behind? That's all. I'm going to go forward to take it. By the way, it. your manacles are taken, taken off. Yeah, I'm going to go forward to take it. Okay. cloak. Sure. You pick up the cloak. Okay, good. Nobody stops you from doing that. Can we have our stuff back? You will be given all of your items back. You are free. Okay, good. I summon my sword. Okay. And you are led out of the council chambers to the slightly more distant and echoing laugh of a few of the senators I'm spit over, out the, the over the impressive disintegration. Just bare my fangs at them. Yeah, I'm spitting at that screen. <laughs> <laughs> You're like disgusting, that. council. That is disgusting. And as you are led out of the hall, the large blue doors are slammed behind you. And that's where we'll pick up from next time. Jesus Christ. <laughs>